Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we got to talk about Apple because Apple has a human rights problem, and quite frankly, this is a big tech problem in general, but Apple is the focus of today. Now, this is actually coming due to some news uh, that is prompting me to really think about this from Bloomberg in an article entitled, Violent Protests Erupt at Apple's Main iPhone Plant in China. Now, here's what's going on. Hundreds of workers at Apple's main iPhone plant in China have been clashing with security personnel as tensions boiled over after almost a month under, basically, COVID lockdowns and restrictions, meaning they were confined. So harsh environments for working were made even worse. Now... Workers at the Foxconn Tech uh, Group plant basically streamed out of their dormitories early hours Wednesday morning, China time, basically pushing past uh, the security guards that they vastly outnumbered. And this is according to multiple videos that essentially were sent, uh, you know, uh, to various outlets and you can see them online. Etc. Now, several white-suited people basically were pummeling a person um, lying on the ground with sticks. In another clip, onlookers were yelling, fight, 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 you know, as basically throngs of people forced their way past all of these barricades. At one point, several surrounded and occupied a police car, began obviously just, you know, throwing a riot, screaming, rocking it, all those kinds of things. Now, this protest started overnight due to unpaid wages and fears of spreading infection, according to a witness asking to remain anonymous for obvious repercussion reasons. Several workers were injured and anti-riot police uh, basically arrived on the scene on Wednesday to restore order, which eventually was restored. Now, the Shenzhou campus was operating normally as of Wednesday evening, according to Foxconn. They also mentioned that the violence erupted after a portion of recently arrived employees raised complaints about quote-unquote work subsidies or bonus or payments on top of usual usual wages, and that is also according to Foxconn. But the company stressed that it handles all such compensation in strict accordance with its contractual obligations. We'll talk about that. Now, the rare instances of violence at the plant in the central city of Shangzhou reflects basically a buildup of tensions that have uh, basically been going on since October. Many of this huge workforce, basically, when we're talking about more than 200,000 thousand at the quote-unquote iPhone city have been plunged into isolation, forced to subsist on Spartan meals, and even scrounged for medication. Many eventually fled the plant on foot last month. Foxconn and the local government appear to have gotten the situation under control in recent weeks, promising essentially unusually high wages to attract new staff, promise better working conditions, all those kinds of things. Wednesday morning, though, protests suggest that's no longer the case. Excuse me. Now, this, for the record, underscores how Xi Jinping, president of China's COVID-0 policy, which relies on swift lockdowns to stamp out the disease wherever it pops up, is increasingly weighing on the Chinese economy and throwing big swaths of the global supply chain into disarray. Meaning if they are basically rioting and not producing iPhones, people are going to get delayed getting their iPhones. Beijing recently issued uh, new directives essentially ordering um, officials to minimize disruption and use more targeted COVID controls, but surging outbreaks in major cities around China have forced local authorities to essentially go into lockdown mode and, and, and curb, uh, you know, basically public everything there. And it's it's really being hit or miss all throughout China right now. I would not want to be traveling to China if I were you. So to be fair, as I mentioned before, most big tech companies have this problem. It's not like Androids and laptops and, and other tech, uh, you know, gadgets and products and all that are getting a free pass here. But this underscores, though, 
much larger symptoms systemically. Foxconn, used by many big tech companies outside of Apple, including HP and many others, have plants all over the world, though they're usually in low-income areas where governments are known to bend rules or simply turn blind eye to things like workers' rights, meaning, oh, great, we're going to get a Foxconn plant here. It's going to bring jobs into the area. Well, oftentimes these jobs are, are horrible in horrible conditions as well. Apple in the past, thanks to their third-party suppliers, have also been found to have child labor uh, in their supply chain and also what is tantamount to essentially slave labor. Let's not also forget that the Chinese government is essentially enslaving the Uyghurs uh, in northern and western China and putting them to work essentially in forced labor conditions. It was Foxconn's iPhone phone plants as well in China whose buildings actually had to have netting put up around it because the workers are so unhappy that a lot of them were actually trying to jump to their death. They were committing suicide by jumping out of windows higher up in the building and so they had to install nets to actually catch these people to save them. I mean, these are the conditions as we are sitting here, you know, using our iPhones, comfortably getting our Starbucks and everything else. And so the question then becomes, how do we fix this? And the easy answer easy but, and there's a huge but, we'll talk about that, the easy answer seems to be more regulation. That Foxconn plant that was supposed to be built and online during the Trump administration, for example, never really came online in Wisconsin. That was actually pretty close, uh, you know, to here in Chicago, and it was heralded as well. Great, we're going to be bringing big tech production, uh, you know, here into the United States, in this case, Wisconsin, and, and that just simply did not really materialize. Obviously, most of this is done in China, uh, Southeast Asia, Brazil is another big place for Foxconn as well. So if basically, if, if there was some way uh, that a local workforce could be earning living wages and proper hours, you know, uh, working proper hours here in the United States, we could build these things with regulation, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. And the reason being is we love our technology to be both cheap and disposable. That $1,500 iPhone could be $2,000 plus if it was made here in the United States, if labor unions got involved, etc., which obviously the labor unions are really good at guaranteeing living wages, decent hours, all these kinds of things. But obviously that is going to shoot the price of this up. It is much cheaper to essentially have an almost slave labor army of 200,000 employees in China where the Chinese government says, you keep cranking out those iPhones, it's good for our economy, you're doing your part, suck it up. That's the problem. And so until this actually happens, until we start seeing those kinds of things, and I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, uh, you know, the Apple Apple, and others like Apple will continue to be making their phones and computers and gadgets and everything else in low-wage, poorly treated, uh, you know, countries. Like their workforces are low-wage, poorly treated in China, India, other places like that. And we're not going to escape this. You know, I am, I am recording this on technology built by those same people. You're watching or listening to this in the same boat when you're whipping out that iPhone or that Android, that Samsung, whatever that is. Oftentimes, these things are made uh, with horrific conditions in our supply chains. And so hopefully this will change. I don't think for a minute that that Apple's and others marketing are not going to say that, well, well, we don't care about this or anything like that. They're all going to say that they do. But we have to really understand and realize the the reality of this. They don't say these things. And that sucks. Because at the end of the day, while we should all love in technology and enjoy it, everybody should be earning a living wage. Everybody, you know, that can work should. We should have good, uh, you know, environments uh, to work in. And I think that is something that is beyond important. And so, uh, you know, I may use my phone. I may use monitors and computers and everything else that are built by Foxconn and Foxconn competitors. But it still kind of sucks. 
And I think we still kind of need to understand this. And I honestly would not mind paying a little more if I knew the workers that were making it were actually treated like human beings. And I think that's something we all need to discuss and it's something we all need to consider. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everyone.